Howdy, guys. <clears throat> Welcome back to Let's Talk with Adrian. Um, sorry it's been a while. Um, with the holidays and everything, it was very crazy time, you know. Need some time for myself, being in the moment, being with the fam, everything. So I hope everyone had the best Christmas, the best New Year's. Um, mine was good. I am so grateful for everything that I got. And yeah, last week, just some context into my life. Last week was weird for me. Um, I was kind of in this like weird little slump. But this week, I'm, I'm doing a lot better. Yesterday, I was really anxious for some reason. But then I realized like I'd been sitting down all day. And excuse me. So I went and I went for a jog and I think that helped a lot. And I also FaceTimed one of my best friends for like two hours and it just like just like laughing and smiling and just talking to her just like uplifts up lifts my day no matter what. Um so that was really fun. What else is there? Not not too much before we get in today's today's topic. Um what I learned in 2020 and what I need to learn for 2021. Good thing 2020 is over. Thank thank the Lord Jesus because that was a rough 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 year. And you know, I think we grew a lot. Um and let's just get into what I learned in 2020, what I need to learn. Yeah. All right. The first one, full send, because who cares? You know, as long as you're doing what you think is best for you, that is really the only thing that matters. You know, like, what's the worst that's going to happen? Like I said, I've been, like, kind of anxious lately, and this happened a lot last week. Like, I've been formulating text to my friends because like I miss them and I want to talk to them but then I like psych myself out every time because I feel like there's no point to it and it's like useless and unnecessary it's literally insane how many times that has happened like this month um I don't really I, I don't know why like can someone explain that to me like I just feel like they this sounds so bad but this is just literally what my brain thinks about I'm like they don't need me for some reason but there is no reason for my mind to think like that I don't know why my mind does that or thinks like that so I just need a full send because what happens good or bad it it'll it'll be fine you know like if it's really good then I'll just be happy you know it'll be a good thing to full send if it doesn't you know work out you know if it's something it's it doesn't work out or you know has a bad experience after it um like repercussions then you know we'll learn from it and everyone makes mistakes and it might hurt for a while but it would be worth the life lesson in the long run yes um also with full send like that goes with fashion like hair dye piercing like I've wanted to dye part of my hair pink for so long and I just haven't 
And I also want to get my doubles pierced because I feel left out because, like, everyone has their doubles, their doubles pierced. And I only get to wear one earring, you know, one pair of earrings. Like, I only ever have, like, pearls or hoops in. But if I had doubles, I could wear pearls and hoops at the same time and rock it, hopefully. But I just feel like sometimes I'll ask people, like, what do you think? And they'll be like, mm, I don't know. Or like, oh, yeah. And I'm like, oh, pfft, nope. Like, they're doubting it. Like, it wouldn't get, look good on me, so I'll doubt myself. But really, the only way to find out if it looks good is to just do it. So you might as well. You know, your hair will always grow back. You don't have to wear two earrings at the same time. Like, there's ways to fix it. So we're gonna we're gonna learn how to do that in 2021 because 2020 I didn't do any of those things and I wanted to multiple times and if I'm thinking about it that much then might as well right right this kind of goes with just being yourself because you know that's really who people are gonna love and how you're gonna love yourself is by just being yourself you know being fake I guess and like not being yourself around others like that's just like not good for you or for others because you don't want them to get used to your fake self but you shouldn't have the need to feel fake because of fear of judgment or you know anything that relates to that because they should love you when you're being your true self so okay I know I said full send but sometimes I full send too hard sometimes if that makes sense this mainly goes with people people in your life you know you full send with them like you meet a person like oh yes like we clicked let's be besties For me, I think I need to go slower with people sometimes because this happens with everyone. When you're going in to new things, you just want to make new friends. You want to meet new people. So you do everything, but you're not really being yourself. I don't know if this happens to anyone else, but it happens to me because I just want to make friends. You know, I one of my biggest fears is being lonely So I think I overcompensate with that by trying everything, you know, doing everything I can just to make friends. And yeah, I I might have made friends, but since I don't think I was really being myself, the friendship either kind of dies out or, you know, deep down, I know that they might not be my best friend. Like, you'll be my friend, but I don't... mm. Best friend that's kind of taking it to another level because, honestly, I think I know who my best friends are right now. And these are the people that I'm going to stick with for my lifetime. And this isn't saying, like, I'm not going to, you know, try and make friends throughout my life. Like, obviously I am. I'm going to continue to make friends along my life, but... Like, I truly think the best friends that I have now are the ones that are going to be there for my whole life. And I feel really lucky for that. Just because 
I don't know. Like, a part of me always wants to branch out and make friends, but it's kind of unfair to them if I already kind of know who my best friends are, and I don't want it to be a one-way friendship, if that makes sense. But, I mean, obviously, I'm going to put 100% into every friendship I have. But, but like, the thing about making friends now is that they haven't been with me through, like, 2019 and 2020, which were, like, hard years. And the friends that I have now have been, and, like, they know what's going on in my life, I guess. And since I don't like talking, if since I don't like talking about my feelings, it would be hard to open up to them, and I I want to, because that's a big part of friendship, you know, being vulnerable and opening up. But like it's hard for me, you know. Sometimes I can't do it, so I feel guilty about that because I want to make every friendship work, but I don't want it to be uh, one way. If that makes sense. So, basically, 2020, I kind of went into things too fast. But I want to slow down with people. And, you know, just really, I'm going to make friends. Everyone that I met in 2020 are my friends. But I know who my best friends are. And I'm, you know, I'm going to take it a little slower when meeting new people sometimes. Yeah, um, and a part of me thinks, like, I kind of learned that quick, uh, that I need to be a little more reserved, because when you do open up to people, and then maybe, I don't know, a couple months later, you know, they're not always there for you, and this happens to everyone, so you learn, like, oh, I don't want to be hurt, so I'm going to keep it in. And a part of me hates opening up, you know, feelings, vulnerability, all that stinks because the more anyone opens up, and this is me, I feel like this also sounds like super bad, but, you know, this is, you know, how I feel. You know, like when you open up, the more broken you feel. And in my head, I'm like, oh, these people don't want to be with friends with someone who's broken. So might as well just keep it in. But then I'm not being my real self. Sorry, that got really deep. But I'm hoping I am genuinely think that I'm not the only one who thinks like this. Because it's just something that I realized this year. <laughs> you know what I think? I think this all has to do with commitment, you know? I think I just have commitment issues, you know? Does that make sense? Like, I don't ever commit to, like sending that text I don't ever commit to you know changing my fashion or you know changing my ways sometimes but that's something that we're gonna do in 2021 I literally can never hold up my new year's resolutions which we're gonna get into but I think it all is about commitment like sometimes even commitment with people like school like i feel like I lack sometimes in that dang (laughs) um but at least you know that will be is one of my new year's resolutions you know work on commitment um I don't that that was insane (sighs) 
we're okay well why don't we just go into new year's resolutions now since we're past that deep part let's pretend that didn't happen um oh wait my friend told me what their what they learned in 2020 and i'm gonna share it because yes okay it is important to know how to make yourself happy and healthy it's not something you should depend on for others and when i read that i was like oh yes you know we you know this all kind of goes back to just being yourself because if you're being yourself you know then people are gonna love you no matter what and if you feel like you're being judged then cut them out of your life you shouldn't have to rely on them you shouldn't want to make them happy if they're judging you if you or you feel like you're being judged that's not the vibe that you want to get from anyone so just say peace out you know you know who the real ones are and you should know how to make yourself happy and healthy and honestly that starts with loving yourself first you know a lot of people we want to be people pleasers because we think that'll make us happy oh if so and so likes me then I'll be a lot happier no because you're just cha- you're you're going to change yourself for that person and they should love you care about you no matter what so don't change yourself for anyone. Change it for you if it's going to make you happy and healthy, you know? Yes. Period. Um, what, what are my resolutions? I think we all have the same one, you know, just exercising and, you know, being healthy, um, eating healthier, you know, sustainable, um, that's, you know, one that we always have, but we're going to try and stick to it. I think I actually have so far. This also just is like the end of 2020 for me, where I started running more and like exercising more, but also kind of eating healthier, obviously. Well, mm, mm, mm-hmm. I don't know. Kind of depends. I feel like the breakfast and lunch I can always do healthy, but dinner and after dinner, It's not very healthy, but, like, that's okay, right? You need a, you need a balance, um, but I don't know. Doing stuff like that, you know, drinking more water. I feel like I've been okay at, I've always been kind of okay at, um, drinking water. Um, I want to read books more. I actually have read three books over the Christmas break. Kind of proud of myself, um, but I only had bought three books. I didn't think I was going to get through them so fast. Um, so I need to go buy some more. Um, yeah. What? Dang, what were my other ones? Oh, changing up my fashion. Yes, because I was talking to my friend with this last night as we were FaceTiming. I, going to private school my entire life, I don't know how to dress myself. Like... It's so bad. I I don't know how to dress myself. And this year, we are going to commit to um to changing our fashion in a way that we like, you know? 
and not wearing sweatpants every single day, you know, oh, one of my other ones is to make my bed every day, and sorry, that's really off topic, but that's just another one, um, anyways, fashion, and just, like, going for it, full sending, yeah, that's what we're gonna do in 2021, and, um, what else is there, oh, screen time, I'm trying to have a screen time of less than two hours, I've set the screen time on my phone, and each time it reaches two hours, I literally press ignore for the day, it's so bad, I need to stop that, um, but to be fair, last night it happened when I was going to bed and I hate silence when I sleep because then I just get anxious and think about thoughts that I don't need to be thinking about because it'll just make me anxious. So I put on a YouTube video or, you know, something that helped me fall asleep because I need that background noise. And it happened while I was watching the YouTube video. So I pressed ignore for the day. So that one wasn't as bad, but Yes, or the day before was bad because it was like 8 o'clock and I had pressed it. But that's what we're going to work on. You know, it's only the first week of January. We still have time to to work on it. Um, I guess it kind of goes with just like having more of balanced lifestyle. You know, waking up early-ish, you know, make your bed, get dressed for the day. Like, I... This is really bad because I'm still in my my pajamas and it's 12:30. Um and part of me is wanting to just like get up and get the day going and someday it is good to you know have those slow days where you just rest, but for the most part I want to be able to get up, you know, exercise and then, you know, get ready for the day and not just sit around for so long. Because I kind of think that gets me already in a low mood, if that makes sense. And I just want to, you know, get the day going. I feel like that would make me a lot, feel a lot better about myself, knowing that I'm being productive. Because there were so many days where I just want to, you know, lay in my bed and I do it. But for consecutive amount of days. And that's not good. So I need to learn to get up, be productive, and, you know, just be productive more. One other thing that I want to talk about. The book that I'm reading right now, it's on my computer, actually. Um, But it's called (laughs) The uh, Subtle Art of Not Giving a Bleep. F-U-C-K. And... Can I just say, I think this might be the reason I've been doing so much better this week is because this book has been, like, altering my thoughts and, like, switching them around because I've realized so much from it. And I want to read some things from it because I it helped me so, so, so much. And I just want to share some things with you. Um, let me find it. Okay. First one, you're probably going to be so confused because I was the first time I read this, but wanting a positive experience is a negative experience. Accepting a negative experience 
is a positive experience. Now, you might be thinking, that doesn't make any sense. But if you read the book, it goes to show and explain that the more that you yearn for this positive experience, the less satisfied that you become because it, like, here's an example. The more you desperately want to be rich, the more poor and unworthy you feel, regardless of how much money you make, because you, you keep yearning for that positive experience, which is to, you know, have more money. But no matter what, you're still going to be like, oh, but I still don't have this, no matter how much money you make. And here, where's another one? Um, the, the more you desperately want to be happy and loved, the lonely, lonelier and more afraid you become, regardless of those around you. And when I read that, because, you know, like I said, one of my deepest fears is being lonely. And the more desperately you want to be happy and loved, the lonelier and more afraid you become. And, like, wow, that really hit. Because I, since we all do this, we want to make friends. We don't want to be lonely. We want to be happy. That's why we rush in to friendships, activities, anything. But then we realize, like, it didn't, it didn't make me happy because, you know, I either wasn't being my true self or I know that these are not the people I want to be around or I'm not passionate about this activity or whatnot. You're just going to feel more lonelier in yourself and more afraid of who you've become. And that was the first thing in the book that, you know, really really, you know, stuck out to me, and the first chapter of this book is called Don't Try, and here's another little passage. You will never be happy if you continue to search for what happiness consists of. You will never live if you are looking for the meaning of life. To put it more simply, don't try. So, like it said, don't try, you know. It sounds so bad, but if you are searching for that thing, person in your life, it, you know, you might miss it. Not like you might miss it, but it might not come because you're expecting so much more. You know, it, it you know you're probably expecting it to be a lot grander, I guess you could say. But if you're not looking for it and it comes, just think of how much more grateful you're going to be for it if you're just not trying or you're not searching or looking for that thing. Cause, because it's going to come and you don't want to miss it. So just live your life. Live your life to the fullest. Do what it makes you happy, you know don't care, like, the art of not caring, just, you know, living through life, but you might also think, like, oh, like, I don't know, why are you saying, like, why is it saying not to try, because, I I, I don't know, I'm gonna, I'm 
because you're thinking if you don't like try then you're gonna be lazy but it's I bleh, I'm trying to compose my thoughts you you need to still try and you know this is like school you need to like try your hardest but for me I have been searching for like jobs and internships and things that will get me further in life in my own mind but and obviously I'm gonna apply you know to stuff but an opportunity might come my way and I just need to accept that but you know I don't need to be you know every day for two hours searching and applying for every single job that I find you know like I'm 18 years old it's gonna come when it it comes, you know, I don't need to overcompensate and kind of be like an overachiever, you know, like I just, I'm going to achieve what I can and accept if I can achieve everything because it, it's going to, hopefully whatever I'm achieving is still going to make me happy, you know, um, let's think. I think, you know, that is really all I had. I just spoke really fast. Um, oh, but here, here is another thing. I need to slow down. Wow, I'm talking really fast. Um, here is another thing from the book that, you know, really hit me. Um, any attempt to escape the negative, to avoid it or squash it or silence it only backfires. The avoidance of suffering is a form of suffering. The avoidance of a struggle is a struggle. The denial of a failure is a failure. Hiding what is shameful in itself is a form of shame. So, if that made any sense to you, you would understand that, like, you know, yearning for that positive experience is a negative experience because you're not, you might not necessarily accept the struggle or suffering or failure because you're just going to keep going for that positive, you know? I don't know if that does make sense, but that's kind of how I thought about it because I do try to avoid failure or I deny failure or I try to avoid suffering or struggle but that just it makes it hurt even more when it does come out and it's hard you know to accept um suffering struggle or accept failure because you're gonna think it makes you unhappy because, but and it's, it might, it, it will. It will make you unhappy or, you know, sad or angry for a little while. But when you accept it then, you can learn in that moment that it's going to get better and that you learned from it. If you wait a couple months and then realize that you've lost so much time in your life realizing that you needed to get over it and you lost all that time not being figuring out who you want to be figuring out yourself and 
you know, making it hard for you and for others around you. Because, you you know, you might not have opened up to them or you failed at something. So you got into this slump and were not being yourself, you know. But if you work on trying to fix that, you know, hopefully at max a week eight later after it happens or something, then you can use the rest of your future to learn from that experience because if you avoid it, it's only going to backfire and it's going to make it a lot worse when it actually does come out. And I can, you know, I can speak from experience, you know, I, since I do hate talking about feelings, when something happens to me, I just kind of, you know, overlook it. I'm like, okay, cool. It hurt, whatever. And I keep it buried down. And then one day, I will probably be anxious. And I will not know what to do with myself. And it'll just come out. And it all just comes in this overwhelming amount of just everything. Every anger, sadness, just it all comes out. When I definitely should have handled that differently. And thankfully now I, you know, will learn next time it happens, you know, we are going to process the emotions because it'll be good for us. It's going to hurt, but it'll hurt a lot less now than in a couple of months, hopefully. I mean, obviously it's not like you can just forget an experience. It's always going to be there. But it's the way that you look at it can change your whole perspective. If you hold grudges or if you look back on an experience and only think of the negatives then you're never gonna be able to like change your ways if you you know get over those grudges learn from them or if you look back on those experiences and think of how it helped you in the future that'll help you literally in the future with other experiences, you know, um, I'm trying to think, I don't want to, like, let's, let's, you know, I, I have a problem holding grudges, um, and that just kind of goes with, like, trust issues and commitment issues, but let's, let's make up a person. Let's make up a scenario. So let's say someone was talking behind your back and then you find out about it. So then you hold a grudge from that person, you know, and you ignore them, whatever. And you want to go on with life. But deep down in your soul, you, you don't like this person and you have a grudge against them because you never confronted them. I hate confrontation. A lot of people hate confrontation, but if you go up to that person, you'd be like, yo, why'd you talk about my, why'd you talk about me behind my back? You know, they don't have to give you an answer, but they probably will be like, I didn't think it would go back to you. You'd be like, 
okay, thanks for telling me. Where'd you hear this rumor or, you know, anything? And they might be like, oh, I don't know. I just made it up or so-and-so told me. Um, And then you could be like, this situation is stupid and dumb. At least you know now. So move on with your life. Who who cares? Honestly. Like, who cares? If they were talking about behind your back anyways, say bye. You know? Make some other friends. You know, these pe- your real friends aren't going to talk about you behind their back. Like, the heck? No. You need to cut those people out of your life. You know, who cares about them? They're probably struggling with something on their own and you need to let them be and let them figure it out themselves not hold a grudge against them because you know who cares like you're you're over it you know I I'm over those kinds of situations you know I just want them to be over um because they're pointless like what does that do like what does holding grudges, like, do. It just makes it worse to trust people in the long run, and there's no reason for people to be talking behind you behind their back, because they obviously are in pain somehow, and they're trying to take it out on you. So, let them figure out that that is not how it's supposed to be, you know? Obviously, don't talk bad about them behind their back, because then you're just being a hypocrite and contradicting yourself, you just need to be like, they're struggling with something. I'm going to move on with my life. You know, that's that was really immature of them. Now I know what mature people look like, and I'm going to be friends with mature people. I'm not going to be friends with immature people who are, you know, not honest, not trustworthy, like, that's a big red flag. If you see any red flags, you just either need to confront that person and be like, hey man, or you just need to be like, I'm moving on with my life. You know, go on to the next situation, next event in your life. Obviously, it's still going to hurt, but with time, you know, not not trying, <laughs> Um not caring is gonna be helpful for you in the long run because you're gonna, you know, not care about that. You're not gonna involve yourself with petty, immature people. You're gonna involve yourself and surround yourself with good, happy people that love and care about you. Not those who, who uh, you know, spread rumors about you or, you know, talk behind you behind your back. You don't need those kind of people in your life, so, so say peace out, you know, live your life the way you want to, love yourself, be yourself, know that you are the only one that can make you happy and healthy, do not have to rely on others for that, um, yeah, I hope that was some good advice, and I hope that, um, I hope you guys have a great 2021. You know, I already have a good feeling that it's going to be a lot better 
than 2020. Um, it better be. <laughs> Dang. Um, now that I say that, it's probably going to be, like, the exact same. You know. But at least we know now. If it, if the same thing happened, we would hopefully know how to get through that. If that makes sense. We got through the worst. Hopefully it can only go up from here. Um, but that's today's episode. Um, don't forget to follow me on my Twitter. Let's talk with Adrian. Um, you know, give me ideas. Next week, hopefully I'm doing pet peeves. So tell me your pet peeves, anything that annoys you. Probably a lot of things. I have a really big list, so that's fun. Um, but I hope you guys are doing good. I love you all. Um, yeah, I'll see you next week. Bye.